1: Hello, everyone. It's Trina B. We are back again with Girl Let's Talk Atlanta. We are we have a special guest this evening. Miss Nicole Banks. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. So, could you tell everyone who you are and what is it that you do?
2: Sure. So I'm Nicole Banks, um, but I'm also known as the Chief Pretty Chicken Charge at shopprettypieces.com, where we turn every day into a fashionably slayed one.
1: All right. Awesome. So how did you get into fashion? Because right now, like fashion is like everybody's getting into it. So how how did you get into it and how did
2: you get into it? So fashion isn't new for me. It's like a family thing. I'm a third generation seamstress. Um, I was just calculating. So I learned to sew 30 years ago (laughs) when I was right at 12, almost 13. I'm telling my age, but that just kind of lets you know that it's like not like a bandwagon thing for me. It's something that I've been um, around my entire life. I've been doing it my entire life. My mom oftentimes reminds me that I was a model for um, a department store here many years ago when I was a child, Jacobson's Department Store. So this is something that is a labor of love. Um, it saved my life. You know, I was in a really tough situation over at Corporate America um, I had survived an early bout with um, ovarian cancer and ended up with a small bowel obstruction. So I'm um, in that recovery. I was like, okay, I got to do something. I cannot go back to corporate and that be my life. So God gave me pretty pieces in that recovery.
1: All right, awesome. So what do you do? I'm sorry. What do you do with pretty pieces? Well,
2: some of everything, you know. Um, if I gotta take out the trash and pack all the packages, I do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am um creative director, um, uh, the photographer, the makeup artist, you know, but I'm basically honestly wardrobe styling. I'm the buyer. So everything creative comes, you know, from me um with regards to the business. I I manage the ins and outs the day to day. I do have a staff. However, um, for the most part, you know, you name it, I do, I update the website, you know. Um, if I need to edit the pictures, I'll edit the pictures. So, Like I said earlier, it's really a labor of love, and it's one of those things where I take it, you know, very seriously. I love it, so anything that needs to be done in the business, from creating campaigns all the way down to shooting, I do all of it
1: all right awesome awesome so how has entrepreneurship been so far for you what has the experience been like
2: it's been a roller coaster but um i quit my um i finally quit my day job so i worked in it um and i just was like you know what i this is my quit date regardless of the fact that we're in a pandemic this is what i've been preparing for for six years so i have been a sole. uh Sole entrepreneur, solely an entrepreneur for about two weeks now, fully. Um, so the business is growing uh, rapidly. Um, we're scaling. I've enjoyed that. Um, so right now I have a project behind the scenes where um, I'm actually redesigning some of the user experience on the website. So that's kind of what I've been doing um, here lately, just making sure that all the nuts and bolts of the technology are connected where they need to be connected and, you know, our funnels are performing optimally and so I'm just really excited about this next phase of my life as an entrepreneur it has been rewarding I will tell anybody you will be tired you will be broke and you'll be exhausted but you will be fulfilled if you do it
1: right yes yes most definitely Talking about the transition, because I know there are like several people who want to quit their corporate jobs, who want to quit their nine to five jobs and solely focus on their business. Um, with that transition, did you like plan? Because um, I know you said that you wanted to um, go into it after, you know, recovering from surgery and everything. So did you have like a solid plan, something that you went by? Um, did you have like friends that you talked to along the way to kind of guide you along into the transition transition? um, to becoming a full entrepreneur? Um,
2: I did have a plan. Again, this was a long time coming. So when I started Pretty Pieces in 2014, I returned back to work from the recovery from my surgery and my health really just declined. So I ended up, um, resigning from the job that I've been at for, you know, 20 years. And then I took two consultancy positions in IT and, um, but I knew, going into the consultancy position that, okay, we got to a certain revenue point that it was time for me to go. So I actually got there last year. I was just afraid. So I ended up having a mini stroke this year mm-hmm. um, in February. And so um, I was in the hospital for a couple of days. Um, I had to go to rehab. You know, I could not even open a bottle of water. I was dragging my right foot. And so mm-hmm. I stayed out of um, work for, about a month and a half, went back, ended back in the hospital, again, in the middle of COVID-19, nobody was there with me, you know, I was by myself, so I basically checked myself out of the hospital, I was like, I want to go home to my husband, and I decided, you know, I'd already had a quit date, but I knew I wasn't going back, because the stress, managing a heavy, you know, heavy burden on a job where you're responsible for data and technology and all these things plus you have to manage the data and the technology on your own dream and when you make the same amount of you know money in a a day that you make in a month on your day job you know those that's where you say enough is enough so i had enough and um i just decided i didn't want to go back but there was a lot of planning there had to be you know capital reserves there had to be enough money to cover my personal bills for, you know, quite some time. And, you know, they're, they're, I, I encourage anybody to put the plan in place and make it work. Um, set your quit date and break your goals out into like little bite-sized chunks. So, you know, you have to replace this amount of income. What is it going to take? So if you're selling units, how many units is it going to take, you know, for you to replace that income, you know, from a profit perspective. So that's basically what I was doing for like six months. Like, okay, here's my top sellers. Here are the units I need to sell. Here's where I have to be by six o'clock every day. I have to have, you know what I mean? So it it was, it was a process. It was a a formula and it was a lot of soul searching and a lot of praying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I definitely can. Uh, contest to that I've been an entrepreneur for over ten years, so I definitely know like oh the ups and downs like everybody talk about the glitz and the glam and everything, but listen, that struggle though that was something yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, the struggle
2: is real, it is so real, but it's worth it, you know when you really focus on. The goals, goal casting is so important. I've never had a vision board before, but I do write out, you know, goals that I need to achieve, and like, I've like they're micro goals at this point because when you are your own boss, that like you know you have to get up and you have to get through it every single day. It's like, okay, from eight to ten, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. and this is where I need to be. You know what I mean? So I really encourage everybody to follow the the plan, set those goals. And when you write it down, it's just something about writing it down. It is just something about writing it down. And that's what I, that's what I, my advice. And yes, I have some people I talked to along the way and, you know, they encouraged me. Um, They knew that I could do it and I just didn't believe in myself as much. And so I appreciate those people that were there, you know, along the journey and they were like, okay, you got this, you know, it's
1: been scary,
2: but it's good. (laughs)
1: okay yes so describe to me your ideal client
2: my ideal client I'm my avatar let me just say that I I'm my ideal client you know you are probably my ideal client you know we are entrepreneurs we attend social gatherings and where we want to make a statement we want to say something without opening our mouth you know what I mean my Greek sisters and my college educated uh, women that walk in corporate america and they just want to be well put together all the way down to my everyday girl who just likes to have those really really nice pieces in her closet for whenever she needs them so you know the 30 plus um brunchers the ladies that lunch you know what i mean that's my girl <laughs> well, we brunch especially here in atlanta <laughs> yeah 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 i know <laughs> i've been to brunches in
1: atlanta <laughs> yes, yes. so do you travel here often um before the um coronavirus hit i know you have been sick um and everything but have you traveled here for like business or anything
2: yeah so i've done speaking engagements there i've done um pop-ups there my um Bonus son, he's in college. He lives there, so my husband traveled there a lot. So, yeah. So Atlanta. Um, actually, before COVID nineteen, my husband he just said it to me yesterday. He was like, "Do you want to like maybe you know consider getting a second home there?" So mm-hmm. um, we love the area. Um, so that is really I like Stone Mountain a lot. Okay. Um, so I like that area, and then I like Lithonia. You know, I like that area a lot, a lot. So uh, and then I like, ahead of course." So we yes. you know, we um we've been considering it. So um I love it and that's that will probably be a part of my expansion plan.
1: All right, awesome. So due to the coronavirus, how has it has it affected you um with your business and this I guess goes back to the technology aspect of it like social media and connecting um via, you know, online and everything. So how has it affected you and was something that you really have to implement?
2: So it did impact me because I do have a brick and mortar mm. and my plan before COVID when I was, you know, planning to quit, you know, cause it was all a part of the plan was for me to be in my store full time. Mm. In March, we had to close. We have been closed since March. I've had a few appointment only shopping experiences but um, because of my health situation, I just have decided to completely shut it down again. So it was, it required me to literally reach out and connect more with my customers virtually because they were so used to walking in and seeing me. And you know, I could talk and I'm really personable with my customers and we have a lot of fun. So I had to figure out a way to do that virtually.
0: I do have a a really,
2: really um, engaged Facebook group called The Pretty Posse. So I really started to engage there. I do use a lot of technology to ensure that, you know, I keep, um, you know, my end-to-end connections with my customers as well. But my Facebook group has really been where I've been able to talk to the customer, you know, engage with them, understand what they need. And that is how I've been able to stay plugged in.
1: Through social, okay, yeah, yeah, same here. Technology, um, and definitely staying online and staying flow, continuing, you know, with the same flow. Um, Mm -hmm. but adding into it, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um. I know you said that you were, you have been in IT for over several years. Um, I want to know, like, how important do you think it is for older adults to kind of learn technology for these reasons and these purposes that we have right now?
2: It is very important. You know, my mom um, is 65 years old and my dad is 78. He still has a flip phone. (laughs) But my my sister lives in New Orleans. She was just here for two weeks, but she has a two-year-old. So we Mm -hmm. had to really get my mom on board. She had to get a smartphone because that's how we see the baby. You know, that's how we've really been able to be a part of her her growing up. So I think it's super important. Um, So with checkouts and things, I do notice sometimes some of my older customers, we have to give them, we have like screenshots that I can send on, okay, this is the process, you know, and I don't mind doing that because right now we have no other choice but to utilize online shopping for a lot of, especially, you know, some of our population that really shouldn't be in storage right now. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like it's really important, but in that token, I don't mind being that kind of like the tutorial lead for, you know, my older customers because they need what they need and they want what they want. And, you know, I need to be able to be that conduit to kind of help them through, help them through that process.
1: Okay, okay, awesome, awesome So what's next um in the future for? I know you have brick and mortar, so, uh, and then you talked about making Atlanta the second home for you, but <laughs> make it second home for your business as well.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, I really would would love to be in the Atlanta market. Um, I know that um, the social scene there is amazing, um, and I just the style you know, that yes. I offer. I can, you know, I can only imagine that all yes. be eat in that market, in that market, in the Raleigh-Durham market. So we really want to focus on scaling out. Now, that's really my goal. Um, so the, the business for me, you know, of course I sell clothes, but I also create an experience. You know what I mean? Um, I am I'm really hands-on with the business and I want to be able to be that Fashion Nova um, alternative, you know what I'm saying? Because right. we, have to be, you know, we have to think about, we provide for us by us, you know? So that's really one of my long-term goals is to really make sure that my product mix is niched down, but it provides an expansive mix for what my girls need at any given moment in their life. You know what I'm saying? So Right now, we're wearing that quarantine and chill. So I have that, and, but I do have some of my girls that are stepping back out. So I have a summer suit collection that, even in a pandemic, my summer suit collection is doing very well. You know, So again, it's really important to me to make sure that I provide what my girls need when they need it. So yeah, that, that, that's a part of the long-term strategy too.
1: Okay, awesome. So, for the pieces that are in your store and online, are there all custom pieces that you make, or do you have, like, production or something?
2: No, I don't make them. We not the wager. We are growing now. Sometimes I wish I could. I really... (laughs) I am doing... um, I'm going to do some prototypes. I sketch. So, I'm going to start sketching just a few things. Um, But the pieces are, you know, mass production, but I'm the buyer, and I really do pay a lot of attention to collections and, you know, cohesion in my pieces and the fact that it's called Pretty Pieces because in, in theory, when I started it, it was supposed to be like animals for grown people. I'm sorry, my dog is in my lap. He is so spoiled. but wow. <laughs> Because like, so I'm like small on the top and medium on the bottom. So I always had, you know, problems like really Making it work, I would have to tailor everything. So, that was kind of the, the gist of it was to create um, a collection full of separates. So, I want to really focus on more separates because I find that my girls really love to mix and match and I make sure that things are cohesive. So, like some of my girls have like skirts that they bought four years ago and they're pairing them with blazers that they get now. So, you know, that's also a part of my long term strategy too, is to make sure that I continue to provide the business core. And those, those those nice separates.
1: All right, awesome, awesome. So, do you have any current um promotions or offerings right now?
2: Right now, there's a fifteen percent off. Um, I'm going to run. So, so I have this thing called Twenty Dollar Tuesday, but I do it very sporadically now. So I'm kind of like Beyonce, like I'll just drop it. You know, like I don't give nobody a head. Okay. Hit <laughs> No, it's like, bam. So I might run like a $20 Tuesday deal from 10 p.m. to midnight tonight um, on a couple pieces. And then I do um, buy one, get one 25% off is really one of my sweet deals. It happens once a month as well. But right now we have that 15% off. It's not even a code you need. You just put it in your cart. you check out and it's automatically applied.
1: All right, awesome. So can you tell everyone um, how they can reach you and where can they purchase from?
2: So you can reach me on Instagram at Cheap Pretty Chick or over on the business page at Shop Pretty Pieces or you can purchase at shopprettypieces.com on the World Wide Web. And I am Pretty Pieces on Facebook and my group is The Pretty Posse.
1: All right. Awesome. Awesome. Now I did read over your bio um, and you do speaking engagements as well. So can you tell everyone, I guess, like some of the topics um, that you will be open to doing any type of like virtual um, speaking engagements <laughs> right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so right now, I'm really, really big on African-American aesthetic. Like, you know, fashion for the culture. I am super big. I just did... An interview for um, Women for the Culture, and I—that's my sweet spot right now. Um, I'm, and then anything fashion related. I do some motivation too because my backstory is really, really amazing. Um, I was told I wouldn't live to see my first birthday, and I will be forty-three in September. So I do some, you know, motivation as well. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so yeah. So I, um, and then technology. How to effectively utilize technology in a fashion business that is really you know one of my sweet spots i love to talk i think listen bots box and code and you know i love it you know so that's also a topic that i would be more than happy to jump on a virtual experience and talk about
1: all right awesome awesome well guys there you have it with miss um Nicole Banks, if you would like to contact her for any of her services, um, especially check out her website. She has some amazing pieces. I checked it out myself. So <laughs> it's a twenty dollars Tuesday. You need to DM me <laughs> <Netflix>. uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but if you guys um, please check out her website also follow and if you are interested in having her speak at any of your upcoming virtual events definitely do so Um, and you saw her first right here with Trina B what girl is talking